Goodbye. We'll be back soon. RT8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top story is a tsunami in Indonesia kills at least 62 people and leaves nearly 600 injured. The Anti-Cancer Society warns that even one drink a day increases the risk of getting cancer and the Department of Justice comes under fire for its decision in the CY Leung UGL case. Indonesian officials say at least 62 people were killed when a tsunami struck several beaches around the Sunda Strait, the stretch of water that separates the islands of Java and Sumatra. The Disaster Mitigation Agency says nearly 600 people were injured and 20 others are still missing. Emergency services are yet to arrive in the affected area. More details from the BBC's Rebecca Henschke. We're getting clearer images now of those beach towns along the coast of West Java that face onto the Sunda Strait. Images of crumbled buildings along the coast there. We've also seen images from last night of these waves rushing into hotels. We're also hearing about uh, devastation on the other side, Sumatra in Lampung, with some areas officials say they haven't been able to contact. So they're warning that the death toll is very much likely to to rise as they continue to get more information about what happened last night. Oystein Lund Andersen was on the beach watching the volcano when the tsunami struck. Earlier in the evening, it was quite a heavy uh, eruptive activity, but uh, uh, just prior to the, the wave hitting uh, the beach, um, uh, there was no activity at all. It was just dark out there, and suddenly I saw this wave coming, and I had, had to run. It's the festive season and it's common to have a drink or two, but the Anti-Cancer Society says people should avoid or minimize alcohol consumption to lower the risk of cancer. The group's education subcommittee chairman, Dr. Rico Liu, says a can of beer or a glass of wine a day will increase the risk of getting cancer by 10%. study has shown us that even one standard drink a day increases the risk of cancer in colon and also in breast cancer. So my advice is really look at your attitude towards drinking. Think about drinking is not just all pleasurable or good. Think about there is some detrimental effect which includes risk of cancer. Democratic Party lawmaker Lam Chuk Ting says the Department of Justice's handling of the decision not to prosecute former Chief Executive C.Y. Leung has raised doubts about the department's independence. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, Mr. Lam said the public deserves more than the two-page statement issued by the department, explaining its decision not to prosecute the former CEO over a payment he received from Australian company UGL. Mr. Lam also said the department's failure to seek independent legal advice flew in the face of established precedent. This could be seen to be done when the Department of Justice assessed whether or not to prosecute Donald Zhan, Rafa Hoi and Anthony Lern this time due to the lack of an external and independent legal advice and the fact that CY is now the vice chairman of the Chinese People's Political Consultative Conference. It is therefore very understandable for the public to raise doubts about the independence of the department in reaching its decision. A former state council spokesman, Yuan Mu, has had, had his funeral held in Beijing. A pamphlet at the ceremony described him as a great Communist Party member. 
It said he managed to promote the country and the party's principles during the challenging internal and external times from 1986 to 1992 when he served as the spokesman. He was widely known for telling the U.S. press that nobody died in 1989 during the clearance of Tiananmen Square that ended the pro-democracy movement. He passed away 10 days ago, aged 91. Emperor Akihito of Japan has broadcast his last birthday message before he steps down next April. The emperor, who turns 85 today, appeared to be overcome with emotion when he thanked the people of Japan and Empress Michiko for having supported him throughout his life on the throne. Now my journey as emperor is reaching the end. I am grateful for the many people in Japan who have accepted my status as a symbol. And supported me, and I would like to also express my appreciation to the Empress, who was a Japanese citizen who joined me in my life journey and for 60 long years has devoted herself to her role and the people of Japan with sincerity. The Emperor said he was relieved that his reign was ending without Japan having been again engaged in a war. The Emperor expressed his hopes for the new era to start when Crown Prince Naruhito ascends the throne. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. President Trump's decision to withdraw U.S. troops from Syria has led to another high-level resignation at the White House. Brett McGurk, the envoy to the global coalition fighting the Islamic State group, said in his resignation letter that the premature pullout of American forces from the region would create the conditions that gave rise to Islamic State. The BBC's Peter Bowles reports. Brett McGurk, who was appointed to his post by President Obama in 2015, had been due to leave in two months. But in his resignation letter, he says he felt he could continue no longer after President Trump's decision to withdraw from Syria. Mr. Trump has declared victory over so-called Islamic State and has announced that all 2,000 U.S. troops in Syria will be heading home. In his letter, Mr. McGurk says that while the militants were on the run, they were not yet defeated. The campaign against IS, he said, was not yet done. A partial U.S. government shutdown is set to last until at least Thursday, when Congress will formally meet again following a Christmas break. It means that national parks will be closed, and some government employees, including law enforcement, will have to continue working without the certainty of getting paid. From Washington, D.C., here's the BBC's Chris Buckler. In the U.S., some government buildings have been closed, and many federal employees have been told not to go to work. Not because of Christmas, but because of a government shutdown. Senators, however, were working. They were called to a special session of Congress to try to find a funding deal acceptable to all. But without any sign of compromise, Democrats and Republicans were left simply blaming each other. The rise is about Donald Trump's long promise for a physical barrier along the border between Mexico and America. Democrats have refused to give the president the five billion dollars he says he needs to build it. Sports in the English Premier League: Manchester City have failed to cut the gap on leaders Liverpool, dropping points at home for the first time this season, despite going ahead through Ilkay Gundogan's header. Jeffrey Schlup leveled for Palace just after the half-hour mark, and two minutes later, Andros Townsend thumped a stunning volley into the top corner. Luka Milivojevic made no mistake with a penalty to put Palace further ahead just after halftime, and while Kevin De Bruyne pulled one back for City, the result was never in doubt. Here's Crystal Palace manager Roy Hodgson. I was delighted to say also with our discipline. Our discipline, our concentration, our focus was excellent because I think we're playing against the team in the league which has the 
biggest amount, if you like, of those qualities. You know, we don't talk about that in terms of Man City. We talk about their enormous skill levels. But I think their concentration, their focus, their discipline, their ability to sustain attacks, the fact that they don't ever complain about anything, they get on with the game. For me, they, they're a, an example, if you like, to us all. Liverpool remain four points clear and they visit City on January 3rd. Caretaker manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is off to a winning start at Manchester United, thrashing Cardiff 5-1. The home team had narrowed the score to 2-1 thanks to a penalty in the first half, but Man U pulled away with three more goals, delighting their interim boss. We knew today we're not going to fight uh, a beat Cardiff if, if this becomes a fight because yeah. they're better than us, they're bigger than us. If the ball's up, up in the air, so we need to get the ball down, pass it quickly, move quickly. Of course, it's a great start. Second goal, uh, deflected, but still a good goal. But the reaction after the penalty, I thought that was brilliant. First, Paul plays Luke through and there's almost a chance and then we score straight after. That was That was the key moment in the game. At the other end of the table, Southampton got some breathing room with a 3-1 victory at Huddersfield. It's the first time the Saints have won back-to-back league matches in more than a year and a half. Southampton boss Ralph Hassenhutl celebrated with his players on the pitch in front of the away fans moments after the final whistle. It was an aggressive atmosphere and and, uh, we knew that we we must uh, do our best job, uh, otherwise we didn't win. When you see the table, then you see that uh, we now just got a little bit uh, difference between us and the uh, 18th place. And it was necessary because, you know, uh, our fixtures the next week is is, uh, two two home games, but uh, also against Man City and Chelsea. So it's, it's really a tough fixture we have. To end the news, the top stories once again. A tsunami in Indonesia kills at least 62 people and leaves nearly 600 injured. The Anti-Cancer Society warns that even one drink a day increases the risk of getting cancer and the Department of Justice comes under fire for its decision in the CY Lung UGL case. The news from RTHK.